Hi, Sam here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Wednesday Morning. How is your week of self-care going? We're halfway done, and today I wanted to talk about something that was huge for me. It was when I learned how to reparent myself. I was in my mid-20s and at a point in my life when I was working very hard on repairing attachment issues from childhood. Growing up, I had an absent father and struggled with issues related to abandonment, self-worth, and insecurity in relationships. I sought therapy, read many helpful books, and of course, meditated often. I remember one particular meditation session when my teacher said that mindfulness offered us a path to reparenting ourselves. I was struck by this claim, and I began reading as much as I could about how mindfulness meditation helped repair ruptured attachments. This is when the wisdom of scholar Dan Siegel entered my life. Dan is a Harvard-trained medical doctor and lead researcher in the field of interpersonal neurobiology. His work centers on mindfulness and attachment and explores the intricacies of connections among the mind, brain, and relationships. As I read about the ways in which ruptured attachments resulted in shame, self-blame, and self-doubt, I started checking in with my inner child, a term I found difficult to connect with initially. During meditation, I would invite the small, scared part of myself to express herself, and I would just listen with compassion. At first, she appeared in my mind as a small child, huddled in a corner and really afraid to talk to me. But I kept checking in, devoting some time in each meditation session for her. She slowly began to sit with me, and I eventually saw us playing together. One day in my late 20s, when I was thinking about whether or not I wanted to have children one day, she said to me, please don't have a child until I'm grown up. It was such a clear and powerful message. It was clear that I needed time to continue maturing emotionally and was not yet ready to be a parent to another child. This insight reassured me and allowed me to put the question of parenthood aside for the time being. It also allowed me to focus on healing wounds from the past and spending time with the fearful parts of myself. Understanding how attachment styles develop helps us to better understand our patterns in adult relationships. Mary Ainsworth conducted a study in 1978 called The Strange Situation. The situation was simple. An infant was placed into a new environment with their mother and allowed to freely explore the space. Then, a stranger entered the room and approached the infant as the mother left the room, returning after the infant spent some time with the stranger. Ainsworth and her colleagues observed four distinct types of attachment patterns based on how the children reacted to the situation. And they include avoidant, secure, ambivalent, and disorganized attachment. The researchers looked at parenting patterns that corresponded to each attachment style. For example, infants showing an ambivalent attachment were observed to have mothers who showed inconsistent responsiveness when their child needed care and attention. As we think about our own upbringing, we may feel discouraged and maybe even a little bitter toward any less than perfect parenting. Some are fortunate to have been raised in a safe and nurturing home with few relational ruptures. 
But the research surrounding mindfulness and creating a secure attachment within ourselves offers a lot of hope. The healthier attachment we develop with ourselves transfers over to our adult relationships, making it easier to build intimacy and trust with other people, including our own children. Dan Siegel says that by attuning to ourselves, we create an internal resonance where our observing circuitry aligns with our experiencing self as we greet ourselves with an open and caring state of awareness. The interpersonal attunement that good parenting provides is the basis of a secure attachment. However, when we lack that attuned parenting as children, we can still attune to ourselves which in essence is a way of reparenting ourselves and repairing unhealthy attachment patterns. In interpersonal relationships, attunement creates resonance between people, which gives us that feeling of being seen and deeply felt or understood by someone else. When we meditate and greet our own inner experience, which include the thoughts, feelings, desires, and sensations that we observe, we're seeing and connecting with ourselves in a deeply intimate way. This helps to build trust, safety, and care from within, allowing us to embody these traits and share them with others in our friendships and other relationships that we have. Please remember that you don't have to go this alone. Clarifying attachment patterns and working out issues associated with them often requires help from a mental health provider, but you can start with remembering the attitudinal tenets of mindfulness the lens through which we greet our experience and offer yourself some loving kindness as you begin your next meditation. So let's try sending some loving kindness to ourselves together right now. As I say these phrases, you can repeat them silently to yourself. May you observe without judgment. May you greet your inner experience with compassion and kindness. May you be willing to be with your experience just as it is. And just take a breath or two to let that loving kindness sink in. So that's all for me for today. Thank you so much for listening and practicing, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.